Good morning. Welcome back to the Broadcast Retirement Network. This is BRN AM for Friday, February 16th, 2024. And our top story today, that lingering meh feeling has a name. Joining me now to discuss this and a lot more, Dr. Paul Applebaum is with Columbia University. Dr. Applebaum, it's great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us on the program this morning. My pleasure. I think a lot of the people in the audience are probably very familiar with depression and clinical depression. Uh, in fact, a lot of us have experienced those feelings, but there is something called PDD or persistent depressive disorder for just to establish a baseline. What is PDD? So although most people who uh, experience depression have episodes that may be uh, triggered by events in their lives or uh, may simply uh, occur, but but then resolve um, usually faster with treatment than without, um, but even without treatment tend ultimately uh, to go away. Uh, persistent depressive disorder is different in that it doesn't go away. Uh, it's a sustained period of depressive symptoms that lasts at least two years with relatively short breaks, if any, uh, in between. And in fact, it can be sufficiently chronic that people will sometimes say to you, I, I don't ever remember feeling different than this. So it, it can be a, a nearly lifelong experience for some people. Yeah. And I know I've experienced over you know anxiety, depression myself. I'm sure many people in the audience have as well. Uh, what what percentage of the population does this impact? And is it relegated to you know older people, mature people, or younger people? Or can it just cross the great divide of our demographics? Now, it crosses the age divide. So the best estimates are approximately 2% of the American population is experiencing persistent depressive disorder in any given year. Uh, there are um, associated uh, conditions that, you know, uh, uh, may be risk factors, people who also have uh, anxiety disorders, people who also have substance use disorders, uh, people who also often have uh, personality disorders that accompany uh, their depressive symptoms may be at greater risk uh, for the persistence of depression, but it it's by no means an uncommon condition. We're talking about one in 50 of our neighbors out there are are experiencing this right now. And and if I, uh, how do I get diagnosed with this? I mean, I, you have to have, I would imagine you have these feelings of depression. Again, we all experience this throughout our lives, but you would you go to a clinical psychiatrist or psychologist? Do you go to your general practitioner or, or all the above? No, I, I think um, you're best off if you can do it going to a mental health professional, psychiatrist, psychologist to uh, get a, a diagnosis. Um, the reality is most people with depression are treated by primary care docs or uh, other non-psychiatric uh, physicians. Uh, and that reflects the reality of workforce limitations and access problems uh, around the country. Um, but uh, a skilled mental health professional can ask you the right questions to identify the symptoms that you've been having, to categorize them as depression, and then to look at the pattern and recognize that this is something that is not just 
episodic, but actually seems to stick with you. That is, it's persistent. Yeah. Uh, well, Dr. Applebaum, I need to take a very quick break. When we come back on the flip side, we're going to talk about treatment of PDD. You're going to want to stay tuned right here on DRN AM. Imagine a new television network that will make you richer, healthier, and in control of your financial future. This network is for the policewoman in Nashville, Tennessee, the baker in Dubuque, Iowa, the teacher in Lexington, Kentucky. We want to make the idea of savings and retirement culturally relevant. But what do you see as a defining issue of the midterms? Especially for the smaller businesses. I mean, they are the lifeblood of the American economy. Featuring exclusive interviews, current affairs, and docu-series. 33 yeah. years old, you retired early. The philosophy is money only matters if it helps you live a life that you love. But you gotta start thinking about retirement as soon as you get in. The Broadcast Retirement Network will drive very high engagement with premium partnerships. So this isn't retirement and savings for your parents or grandparents. This is for all Americans. And we're gonna change the way you think about money. Welcome to the next frontier of retirement and savings. This is BRN, the Broadcast Retirement Network. Well, Dr. Applebaum, thanks so much for staying with us. Really appreciate you hanging around for segment number two this morning. I'm pleased to be here. Uh, and really appreciate this. I mean, I think, you know, though 2% of our fellow citizens experience this, you know, anytime you can give a shed a light on something that's so important and mental health is certainly top of mind for so many uh, in our country and around the world. Let's talk about treatment. So uh, most people understand that if you have some level of depression, you can get treatment, you can go to regular therapy and or you can get treatment with uh, different uh, medications through prescriptions. Uh, how do you, do you go about treating PDD different because it's chronic than a, than a traditional you know, event of depression? So I, I would say yes and no. No, in the sense that like a, an acute depressive episode, persistent depressive disorder responds both to medications and to therapy. And there are some evidence-based therapies like cognitive behavior therapy that are known to be uh, particularly effective. And, and there's some evidence to suggest that it responds best to, to a combination of, of both. And so if you can access both medications for depression and uh, psychotherapeutic treatment, uh, you have the highest likelihood of uh, improving. Um, but um, it, uh, it also, by virtue of its persistence, may have a particular benefit from psychotherapy, because not only does a person have to deal with their depressive symptoms, but as they start feeling better, they have to adapt to being a somewhat different person. Uh, for people who say, I never remember feeling 
differently than this. When they begin feeling differently, they, you know, may be a little disoriented and, and have trouble adjusting to the new them. And, and that's where psychotherapy can provide additional help. Yeah, and I think that's something that a lot of people, hey, once I get better uh, or feel better, how am I going to live my, I don't, I don't say a new life, but it's not really a new life, it's just a, maybe a better life. Uh, Dr. Applebaum, you, you talked about prescription, you talked about therapy. Uh, many Americans have health insurance, some are covered by Medicare, some don't even have uh, health insurance. Do a lot of these, are these ther therapies that we're talking about in these prescriptions available to people across the uh, income sphere and, and people across all demographics, should they have or not have insurance? Yeah, it's a very good question and, and of course, reflects the, the mess that our health care system and health coverage is in the United States compared to many other prosperous countries uh, around the world. It is undoubtedly hard for people who don't have insurance and don't even qualify for public insurance like Medicaid uh, to get access to uh, medical services of any kind. And that includes psychiatric services or, or the, the assistance of a mental health professional. Uh, nonetheless, there are community mental health clinics that exist in many areas that exist specifically to care for uh, uninsured or underinsured uh, populations. And I would advise people who don't have insurance and can access this kind of treatment directly uh, to see what's available in, in their area. They, they may be surprised. Also, the new 988 hotline that has been put in place around the country, all you have to do is dial or text 988, uh, is a resource for connecting with those kinds of places that can provide care regardless of insurance coverage. And, and that's something for people to keep in mind as well. And Dr. Lastly, let's, I want to focus on the research. And there's a lot of research in terms of drug development, not just to depression and PDD, but what type of, uh, but, but in all areas of medicine. Um, and, and often we talk on this program about preventative care rather than reactive care. Uh, what type of research is being done in this specific area and in the area of Depression. I know there's probably a laundry list, but in generality, sir, um, what, what, what do we have to look forward to on the horizon in terms of, of uh, opportunities to get better? So there are, are a lot of innovative approaches to depression. Depression is one of the most prevalent and disabling uh, mental disorders. Um, and there's been progress uh, recently. Um, so among the innovative treatments that uh, exist, uh, are new types of what's called TMS or transcranial magnetic therapies, magnets placed on the head uh, and uh, with their polarity uh, rapidly reversed uh, that uh, have a, a positive effect on depressive uh, symptoms. Uh, there are also innovative uh, molecular uh, approaches, uh, ketamine, which uh, began life as an anesthetic, uh, has been approved uh, in a nasal, intranasal formulation, esketamine, uh, for the treatment uh, of depression. And there are active trials now going on uh, with regard to psychedelics and, and whether drugs like psilocybin uh, could actually have a, uh, a, a, uh, a powerful and, and lasting effect. 
uh, on depressive symptomatology. So people should definitely stay tuned. There, there are going to be some, some really exciting things coming down the road here. Yeah, and especially post-pandemic with the mental health concerns for many Americans, couldn't be, timing couldn't be better. Dr. Applebaum, great to see you. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to having you back on the program again very soon. Well, it was great talking with you today. And that wraps up this episode of BRNAM. Have a topic of interest, somebody you think we should talk to, drop us a line. And don't forget, for all the latest curated news on lifestyle, wellness, finance, tech, so much more in all in one place, check out today's edition of our daily newsletter, The Morning Pulse. Want to search our archives, check out our latest content, then visit our website. We're back again tomorrow with another edition of BRN Weekly. That's easy for me to say. I'll be joined by Jane King to help break down the markets. And then we'll be taking a look back at some of our best segments for the week. Until then, I'm Jeff Snyder. Stay safe. Keep on saving. And don't forget, roll with the changes. Now is your opportunity to co-create content around any topic on the first lifestyle and wellness network. Reach a global audience through our platform and co-own exclusive branded content. All of our programs are available on demand and also as audio-only podcasts so you can take us on the go. Broadcast Retirement Network, available anytime, anywhere, and on any device.